Welcome to Quick Brain, bite-sized brain hacks for busy people who want to learn faster and achieve more. I'm your coach, Jim Quick. Free your mind. Let's imagine if we could access 100% of our brain's capacity. I wasn't high, wasn't wired, just clear. I knew what I needed to do and how to do it. I know Kung Fu. Show me. So what is your dominant question? And you're thinking, Jim, what does that mean? How is that going to help me with my life and my day? How am I going to win this week? Well, it's really understanding your thoughts. And if you want to be able to conquer your mind, what fuels your mind really besides the nutrients are your thoughts. And you have certain thoughts that are more predominant than others. And you have one that always is coming up to the surface. And you might not know what it is, but it's shaping all your learning and all of your life. So in this episode, I'm going to give you a clip from a recent interview I did with our friends at Mind Pump. Sal, Adam, Justin, they interviewed me on how to conquer your mind. And I shared this idea of your thoughts and how their thoughts actually shape our life and our learning. And there's one thought or one question that you ask all the time that's really directing your focus. Remember this, ask and you shall receive. The questions that you're asking all the time will shape your life. Enjoy this episode. You know, years ago, my my sister was sending me these emails and these postcards with these uh, this certain kind of, of dog. It was like a pug dog. And I was like, why is she, and this is my question, why is she sending me these pictures? And I realized her birthday was coming up. And, you know, so what does she want for a gift? She wanted these pug dog, right? And all of a sudden, I start seeing these this, these pug dogs everywhere. Mm. Like, I'm at the grocery store at, the, at, like, Whole Foods or whatever, and and I'm, and I see somebody checking out with a pug dog, right? Mm. I'm running in my neighborhood, and I see someone walking six pug dogs. Now, my question for everybody listening is, where were these pug dogs before? Right. They were there. They you were there. Know some. Yeah. We just didn't. And here's the thing. At any given time, there's like two billion stimulus that we could be paying attention to. Mm. The brain primarily, people don't realize... Your brain primarily is a deletion device. It's trying to keep noise out because mm-hmm. if it focused on everything, you would go, you would go crazy, mm-hmm. right? And so, what you determine, what determines what you focus on, because you can only focus on, according to George Miller at Harvard, five, seven plus or minus two bits of information. Mm-hmm. So, if I gave you guys a list of like twenty words to memorize, you probably remember seven plus or minus two, five to nine mm-hmm. of those words, because that's how much you could hold consciously, mm-hmm. unless you had like a, a strategy, which we, we, I could teach you how, like how to be able to do that. And so you're constantly trying to ignore certain things, but all of a sudden this pug dog became important. So I start seeing it everywhere. When you're reading, there are all these pug dogs, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Questions, answers right in front of you, but you don't have the questions to activate what's important to you. Taking notes helps you to retain. But on the left side of the page, I take notes. On the right side, I make notes. Now, what's the difference? There's a mm. huge difference. On the left side, I'm, I'm capturing. Like, you know, this is Jim's morning routine. This is how he, you know, you remember names. This is how you learn any subject or skill faster. That's your step to do. That, that's your capturing. And on the right side, I'm creating. Instead of your imagination or distraction going somewhere else, what if you put your impressions of what you're capturing on the right side? And the three questions that dictate my focus, here's, here's a big takeaway. As everyone's listening to this right now, my goal is to take knowledge and turn to action because that's how our life changes, by doing something new. 
but we don't do something new. And because we're everything is habitual, even the thoughts that we have, we have 60, 70,000 thoughts a day. But 90, the problem is 90, 95% of those thoughts are the same thoughts we had yesterday. Mm. And people wonder why they don't change, right? Because all the thoughts are exactly consistent and thoughts are things, we know that. And so going back to, to this, this process, the reason why I have people, there's three questions I ask all the time. Now, I, I'm obsessed about these three questions because I remember questions are the answer. And before I go into my three questions, I want to give everybody like a tool or an idea distinction that you already ask yourself questions all the time, but we're not conscious of it. Like the act of thinking is nothing but the process of asking and answering questions. You know what I mean? Like, and if you're, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, is that true? Notice you had to ask a question in order to be able to think about it. Right. right? And so there are certain questions you ask all the time. I mean, hundreds of times a day, but you're probably not aware of it. So for example, I took a friend of mine through an exercise and we found out that her, this dominant question she asks all the time is, how do I get people to like me? How do I get people to like me? Now you don't know anything about this woman. You don't know her age, her background, her career, ethnicity, but you know a lot about her. If somebody asked themselves continuously, how do I get people to like me? What's her life like? What's her personality like? Mm-hmm. Well, God, if she's always asking insecure, that. Yeah, yeah, very insecure. She's insecure. She's always judging herself. Mm-hmm. Probably depressed. Yeah, she's sad. She's always judging herself. Her personality is very malleable, meaning it changes depending on who she's spending time with. She's a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She's always you know doing all everything for everybody else. Not solid. Exactly. And so you know all this about her, and you don't even know anything about her, but you know one question she asked herself. That's all you know about her, and you know a lot about her. So that question determines her focus. It determines her reticular activating system, that RAS. Just like when I saw the pug dogs, it determines your focus. So my question for everybody here is, and my challenge for everybody, I would love to see see this even on social media, is what's your dominant question? Mm. Like what's the question you ask yourself all the time that you learned when you were like, five years old and you've been getting answers and looking for validation on that question ever since. So for me, I was the boy with the broken brain. Growing up as a kid, I didn't want the attention because when you feel like you're broken, you don't feel like you have a lot of value. Mm -hmm. And so my superpower back then, in all honesty, was being invisible. I was really good at making sure nobody knew I was in class. I never raised my hand. I never created a, a you know challenge or anything because I didn't want the spotlight. I didn't want to be seen. I didn't want to be heard, right? But my question early on was like, because I, I felt like I was broken, is how do I make this better? You know what I mean? If I have the broken brain, I'm always trying to fix everything mm-hmm. and I got trained. And so here are three questions that I would ask your, train yourself to ask yourself on the right side of this page. Number one, when you're learning something, you're listening to this episode, you're watching this video, ask yourself obsessively, how can I use this? How can I use this? Because that's where the rubber meets the road, right? You start thinking of all this creative ways of how you could use this technique. So if we talk about how to remember names, how can I use this? Like in what situations can I use this? And write that down, right? Instead of your attention going somewhere else, put it on the right side of the page, right? It's kind of like a metaphor for your left brain and right brain. Left brain's all logical, right brain's creative, right? The second question is, now that you know how can you use it, ask this question, why must I use this? Why must? This goes back to human motivation. We want to be able to proactively have agency, meaning we are in control and decide like why we want to do something. Mm -hmm. Even if you want to remember names, one of the greatest hacks of remembering names is just ask yourself, why do I want to remember this person's name? 
So the second question I ask all the time after how can I use this? Second question is, why must I use this? To tap into that why. Finally, the third question is, now that you have, how can I use this? Why must I use this? Third question, when will I use this? Oh, I see. You know what I mean? Because the most powerful productivity performance tool we have is our calendar. You know, and but we don't treat our own personal growth and self-development like we do other things. Like a lot of people just don't work out. Flat out reasons that's not in their calendar. You know what I mean? They're like, and, and they wonder why it gets cut at the end of the day when they have no more energy because they never made the time. But like the whole thing with high performers is they know that, and this is cliche, but it's true, just like most cliches, that self-love and self-care is not selfish, that you have to take care and schedule this stuff for yourself. Otherwise, it just doesn't get done, right? If you don't schedule in your meditation or your journaling or your your mobility or whatever, whatever you're doing, you're not going to do it, right? Mm-hmm. So those are the three questions I'm asking people to put on the right side of their page. So let me ask you a question. What do you think your dominant question is? You probably have a big one, but maybe it's, how do I fix things? How do I learn this? How do I make things better? What are the questions you're asking yourself that you're constantly looking for answers and looking for your pug dogs? Maybe your question is, how do I get healthier? Or how can I make sure my family is okay? Or how can I stand out and be more effective or be more unique? Whatever your question is. So here are two things you could do to be able to help you to find your dominant question if you don't know what it already is. One of it is review meaning really just listen. When you are in silence and you aren't doing anything or notice when you're acting a certain way, think about your thoughts and what's the critic? What is your sub-vocalization, that inner talk talking about? And so just get used to reviewing. And part of what helps you to do that is sit in silence because some people think silence is empty, but in fact, silence is full of those questions. So just get silent, or even when you're interacting with people, think about when you're talking to somebody, what's the question that goes inside your mind? And just review those. The second thing besides review is record, meaning one of the ways you can express your questions out is through writing. So we did this, we've demonstrated with this on how to take notes properly in that episode, but journal, journal every single day and capture those memories. It's one of the best ways you could do to increase your episodic memories. At the end of the day, just writing what you did in that day and reviewing your day and recording it also. And you'll notice when you review and you record that you'll see a pattern. You'll see a pattern skewing towards some kind of value, something that you find really, really important in terms of your life. And so you're ready to do this? That's your assignment. That's your challenge. Is to think about and to write down your dominant question. And if you're willing to share, because we learn the best through sharing with others and we're helping each other out. If I share an idea with you and you share an idea with me, all of a sudden we have two brand new ideas and maybe somebody else here has a question. So I want you to post your questions online, post them on this post and tag me at Jim Quick and at Quick Learning and share your dominant question. And also tag your friends in this because don't you want to know what their dominant question is? Don't you want to know what your family's dominant question is? Don't you want to know what your team's dominant question is? Because that's where their thoughts go and their focus and their energy and their behavior and their results. It's an incredible way to provide evidence and experience to back up this idea where thoughts really are things. Conquer your thoughts, conquer your mind, conquer your life. Want to double your brain speed and memory power? 
If you'd like to learn rapidly and get ahead faster, I'd like to give you my brand new Quick Brain Accelerator program. You will discover exactly what I teach my clients to learn, read, and remember anything in half the time. There is no charge. It's my gift to you for being one of our subscribers. That's K-W-I-K brain.com. Growing up struggling with learning challenges from a childhood brain injury, it's been my life's mission to help you have your very best brain so you can win more every single day. Now, want more quick brain? Here are four ways to fast track your results and lock in what you just learned into your long-term memory. Remember fast, F-A-S-T. The F stands for Facebook. You're not alone on this journey. I invite you to join our free private online group. There you can connect with me, your fellow brain lovers, links to resources, and even submit your questions for me to answer in future episodes. Go to quickbrain.com. That's K-W-I-K brain.com. The A stands for apply. Act on what you learned today. Remember, knowledge is not power. It's potential power. It only becomes power when you use it. So use what you just learned. The S stands for subscribe. Don't miss the next episode and other free brain training. And finally, the T stands for teach. You want to learn faster now? The key is to lock it in right away by teaching it to someone else. When you teach something, you get to learn it twice. Here's a simple way to do that. Leave a review on iTunes. Leave a review with your biggest takeaway from this episode. You could also post and share this podcast on your social media. It helps us spread our mission of building better, brighter brains. And of course, tag us so our team can properly thank you. Hashtag quick brain, K-W-I-K brain. Mine is at Jim Quick, K-W-I-K, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So what does FAST stand for? Facebook, apply, subscribe, teach. I'll see you in our next episode of Quick Brain. Until then, remember, you are faster and smarter than you think. I hope you're enjoying this episode. And if you want to go deeper with many of these authors that we have on our podcast, these experts, I want to invite you to join our Quick Success program. This is our monthly lives that I do, where I teach something brand new that we haven't taught before, answer your burning questions. And also we have something that people have been requesting for many years, a quick book club. This is your limitless book club where every single month we read a book together, uh, like a book provided by this author. And then we get the author to come online and join us for one hour, uh, share going deeper in these strategies, how to put them into practice. Uh, I share my five tips for how to memorize things out of these books. Many people want to read a book a month or build up to that. And this would be the program. So if you want to join, just go to quicksuccess.com and get your spot and join us live and get to meet these authors very uh, up close and personal. And uh, back to the episode.